So far, in season four of Design Nerds Anonymous, we've explored what a buyer persona is, how it can help customize the buyer's journey today, and insights into ThinkLab's five buyer personas for the design industry. Now, if you want a more in-depth preview, check out our new blog post linked in the show notes. But today, we're going to be applying these insights as we discuss how brands, events, and even buildings can be leveraged to create and customize experiences. And why creating these experiences matter more than ever for our industry as we move into 2023. I am floored almost daily at the potential influence that our industry can have on people's lives. You think about all of the important issues in the world and our community is really at the forefront of solving those. The voice you just heard was from Byron Morton, Vice President and Co-Head of Leasing for The Mart in Chicago. Byron is joining Amanda Darley with Mannington Commercial. Both bring great perspective as to how we can enable the design community and the surrounding ecosystem to tackle pressing issues through design, better decision-making, and as a result, influence the world. Welcome to season four of Design Nerds Anonymous, the podcast that sparks curiosity at the intersection of business and design. I'm your host, Amanda Schneider, founder and president at ThinkLab, the research division of Sandow Design Group, so let's dive in. Meet our panelists. I'm Byron Morton, Vice President and Co-Head of Leasing for The Mart. I'm responsible for all of our showroom business here in Chicago, our showroom business in New York City, and temporary sales for the seventh floor exhibit hall during Neocon. I think a really common theme, frankly, since we did Neocon in October of 2021, is that more and more people are so excited to physically be together. And our last two editions have really shown that in terms of growth of audience. And we expect that to be even more in 2023. We've got a huge capital improvement program that a lot of people have heard about that will be uh, completed by Neocon of 23. And there'll just be a ton of great new environments for our attendees and our tenants to gather. I'm Amanda Darley. I lead marketing in Mannington Commercial. I have responsibilities for our showroom in Chicago, but all of our digital initiatives, everything we do when we launch products and everything that goes into marketing for a commercial flooring manufacturer. And I'm extremely excited about all the conversations and transparency that I'm seeing across topics in our industry. There's been so much that's come out. Everybody has dealt with some kind of anomaly from the last few years. And so I feel like it's put pressure on some things that needed some pressure on. And there's been some change that's maybe happened faster than it would have necessarily. It's a really great time to be here. I feel like that transitions us to the next question really well. This season is all about customizing the client journey. If you've listened through so far, everything that we've launched, it feels like one of the consistent pieces of advice has been really leveraging digital and everything we've learned from some of those disruptions you talked about, Amanda, to get to physical, back to Byron's point about everyone really being happy to be face-to-face. And if we've learned one thing, it's that that personal presence, that face-to-face is maybe more important now than ever, even as digital climbs. So 
I know, Amanda, we've gotten feedback from several that have forwarded us your blog about all the things that Mannington has been implementing as you have been doing this digital journey with us. And we certainly see you as a leader in the space. Can you talk about some of the ways that you're leveraging these digital tools to connect your human reps, maybe face-to-face in physical space? Yeah, we have been on this journey for a while. And it's been exciting because when we first started talking, I felt like we were kind of just starting out and we've been able to go back into deeper levels. We started really with a blog because that was a way for us to get in front of people when everything was really locked down. And it was just answering questions that people were asking. So it was really all about the idea of if somebody's asking it, we want to be the trusted resource that's answering that. And then guiding people that are reading and learning about our brand or our industry to reps where they can connect and make that relationship more personal. So we started with that. We've also, with all of our events at Neocon in June, we've been interacting digital components. So for example, if somebody isn't able to come to Neocon, we have an online component, but if they're there and they want to connect with their local rep, because you know maybe all of our, all of our reps don't really actually fit in our showroom. So we are very judicious about who's coming in and making sure that we are, have the right people at the right time. So we have all kinds of online components as well with QR codes, videos. The blog has been a huge piece. We've been spending a lot of time with our reps, helping them learn because we did a lot of one-to-one video. And when we started this whole process, it was like everybody was locked down, but we all were thinking we're going to go back to normal. And then we realized normal, that isn't going to happen. There's a new normal. So what does that look like? Some people that maybe were a little bit hesitant or even like designers that thought, I'll just ride this out. Now they're having to interact more in a digital way. And everybody's found their speed. And so we've been providing a lot of training for our reps to make sure that they're connecting in the right ways. And it's been so cool to see whether it's online, a rep discovering LinkedIn in a new way and interacting with some designers they haven't been able to connect with or doing one-to-one video or writing their own LinkedIn posts that are like blogs or linking to ours. And then it ends up being a lead. There's just been a lot of ways. You mentioned QR codes, but how are you using them? We have QR codes on all of our physical showrooms to make sure that if somebody wants more information, it's right there because there's just so much you can put on a wall or a panel. And there's so many things that we have available. So we've had QR codes that link over to our visualizer, or if they want to be able to see more of the products in room scenes. Also, at Neocon, we launched um, Samplify, where we were having digital printed samples of everything that was in our showroom. So our customers, as they walked through, were able to interact, ask for the samples, and then it would alert our reps, local reps, if those customers wanted to learn more or see them in person. Also, it's a way to feature case studies or videos, other things that are digital. And the great thing about it, it, you can have it on a landing page. So people that aren't at your event or your showroom are able to find it, but also have it in your showroom. So Byron, I'm going to come to you next and hopefully build on this. Last season, you spoke about some updates to the Mart that you're making to obviously make the building more attractive in this new digital world as a physical space to gather as well as the hub, which was the digital connection point for Neocon. So what additional enhancements or programs or tools are you putting in place to serve your showroom clients and create experiences for their clients in this building? As we've talked about, I mean, Mark 2.0 is going to introduce this incredible new conference center on the second floor of the building that will provide just amazing neutral places for manufacturers and dealers and reps to meet with their customers and really bring a lot of energy to the building as well as our new River Drive Park, which will just be really our front yard to the city. 
clearly our focus is on the physical. In the last couple of years, we had to learn how to optimize our brand and our tenants' brands digitally. And a big part of that was the Neocon Hub, which gives our showrooms the ability to uh, give a little deeper dive into their showroom and into their products through the Neocon website and through our mobile environment. But we're really focused on the physical and because that is our business. And we're focused on the physical, not only during Neocon, but year round. And we're able to offer so many amenities to the community. And we are adding to that in 2023. One of those is our members only club, Design HQ, which has historically only been open to the residential designers that shop the building year round, will be open to commercial A&D as well as our VIP parking on the North Drive, which is truly rock star parking that will be offered to members of the A&D community, both locally and those that come in to specify projects. With registration, you can literally come in and park on the North Drive and walk right into the building. And I challenge anybody to find that kind of convenience in any metro area, frankly. So we're really excited about that. And then the other thing that we're focusing on more and more is year-round events to give our showrooms the opportunity to activate their spaces year-round. We've partnered with several of our media partners, our industry associations, as well as our tenants themselves. And in October, for example, we have frankly have more than one event a week. And our goal is to provide at least one, if not more, events per month next year. And we've got a dedicated team working on that as well. So lots of... This is Amy Devers, host of Clever. My podcast brings you conversations you're not going to hear anywhere else with the visionaries and creative forces who shape our world and culture. It's a compelling mix of raw candor and honest shop talk that reveals the humanity behind the design of the world around us. Clever is a proud member of the Surround Podcast Network. Head over to surroundpodcast.com or follow Clever wherever you get your podcasts. Exciting new things. I want to blend these stories together. So let's dive a little bit deeper into maybe some of these digital tools. And Amanda, I know Shannon spoke a little bit in the Rep Roundtable episode about the blogs that you've been doing and how you're using those to connect with clients in new ways. I feel like that's always a win when a sales rep gets excited about something that's happening in marketing as a way to connect with these clients when she's struggling that she wasn't using before. Yes. Something that's really important at Mannington is that Mannington Commercial is known for that we have great design, high-performing products, and that we are a partner for our customers and also bring integrity with everything that we do. And one of the ways we've really been working to do that is creating content that's answering some of those questions that are just, there hasn't been a lot of transparency around things. How can customers compare or find out information, understand what's going into a product, or even just have a different perspective. Because for example, in the hackathon, there's been a lot of things that kind of came out like universally. When designers are ordering samples, they don't want to be inundated with questions from sales reps. But then there's the perspective of, and so this is something that one of our reps posted and it garnered conversation because it was just bringing insight to the fact that if they're asking questions, maybe it's because we wanna help you get that information. So when we see those areas, that's an area for us to jump in and create a blog post around it. So we have 
so much content around what's the best basketball floor or how do you clean and maintain this or how was this created and what do you need to look for? So we have eBooks and it's amazing how many downloads that we're getting on all of our content. And it's great because we have a lot of categories at Mannington Commercial and we cover a lot of segments. So we've been able to really go on deep dives into healthcare flooring, which is a very different kind of process of buying and thinking about healthcare flooring with maybe something that was going to go into workplace. So the technical knowledge that you need, oftentimes there's just every single category has so many needs. There's so many things to consider around furniture or fabrics or finishes. And so to be able to go deeply into that and when a buyer needs it, for them to be able to find that and then connect with the rep has been really meaningful because we know that space-to-face time with designers has gotten so much more precious over the last few years. So if there's anything that we can do to get that information into their hands a little bit sooner in that process, and so whether they're the kind of designer that just picks up the phone and calls or the designer that's Googling first and making sure that they have all the information, we want to show up. And it's a resource for our reps because they're able to, if somebody sends them a question, they aren't necessarily an expert in every single category to that level. But guess what? They know who those are and there's content that they can send. And then there's calls to action if there's questions on the side of the designers. So it's just been this great area. So when I spoke about transparency earlier, that's one of them, just the transparency around there is a lot to know in flooring and we can nerd out because we love our industry, but we also love our category really and know so much about it. And we want to share that. So that's an area that's been really great. And we're going to continue to grow in that because we're seeing a need Mm -hmm. to really educate. And I feel like that kind of answers some of the challenges that we heard from that rep roundtable this season, where a lot of these different folks are struggling and different ways to connect them. And again, get that digital to connect to physical. Byron, I see you taking notes over there. Do you have something to add to this? I think for a real estate company and a trade show producer, it always feels a little awkward for us to talk about digital. But digital is this incredible tool for us to extend the exposure of the Neocon brand and the Mart brand, as well as the, all the companies that are here to a wider audience and to do that year round. In the last couple of years, as I mentioned before, we've really expanded a lot of our digital efforts. We've got quite a few vlogs on the Neocon website, things from product spotlights to on the street discussions. We do a lot of social media takeovers. And as a result, our social media engagement and growth has just really grown tremendously over the last year and a half. We've had about a 10% growth in our overall audience on social. We've got about 80,000 followers and our engagement, which I think is even more important than the growth aspect, is, has increased about the same as well. Physical to any type of the personas in the buying process really is important. It's just a question of having the right tools at the right time in the process. And companies like Mannington have done just these amazing things in the digital environment to provide in-depth information about their products, but there are things in the physical world that you just can't do digitally. In the floor covering category, for example, to see a product at scale and under realistic lighting and in-person interaction, whether it's on a trade show floor or in a showroom, at the right time in the process is just key still. 
Well, and I want to change tack here a little bit because I think there's a real opportunity industry-wide for us to make some really positive change in the world. When I look at our interior design giants of design numbers, the two largest sectors historically were corporate and hospitality. We saw during the pandemic, those were the two hardest hit. And as we look at the uncertainty in the world, people are ready to move forward. I know when they come to our brands or they come to shows like Neocon, often they have questions like, what is the future of work? Many of our trend spotters from Neocon this year called it the era of indecision, combined with supply chain issues that seem to be continuing to plague us. The same projects are simply taking longer. There's more decision makers. Our industry is getting more complex. But what will 2023 bring? Where are the opportunities for our industry to rise up, bring those answers, bring the conversations to the table to help push not just our industry, but really push the world forward? And how should we be leading the way? I am floored almost daily at the potential influence that our industry can have on people's lives. You think about all of the important issues in the world, and our community is really at the forefront of solving those and really doing very meaningful work on everything from diversity, equity, and inclusion to sustainability to wellness. All of those really key things are at the forefront of what we do. And between digital tools that our manufacturers as well as ourselves are using and the physical spaces that we create, we really think that we can play an integral part in moving all those very, very important issues forward. I was literally this morning was reading in Global X about just that buildings are responsible for up to 37% of energy related carbon emissions globally. And just by 2050, nearly 70% of the world's population is projected to live in urban areas. And so going back to what we can do, like long term for everyone to lift the boat for everyone, I think the more that we have or to Byron's point, and it's a huge initiative for Mannington Commercial moving forward because it really ties in with all of our core values. And it's something that's so important to us. So around sustainability and having real meaningful conversations about what is working, what isn't working, because there's so much opportunity for all of us and we all have a big vested interest in it. And Amanda, I'm super excited for you guys to hear our episode on the sustainability first persona because it starts out and we pulled a line from that's on the trailer. It's actually the leading line in the trailer where it says designers have never once said that they have extra time. So I hear things like that. I hear things like Shannon in our Rep Roundtable interview that said, I want to help these designers make better decisions, but I only have so many Wednesdays in a year. Our whole industry is struggling with this connection. And I think that's where even a real estate company can get excited about some of these digital tools, the efficiency that they provide to make better decisions, be it a sustainability decision, be it an application decision, because no one has extra time. So how do we connect all these pieces of decision-making, simplify that decision-making process, and even connect those insights? And Byron, I'm going to connect this back to what you said about even your social media following growing and I think that oftentimes today we're buying people's attention, right? That's why that's what's happening in this digital world. And the fact that you have people looking to your company and this industry and coming to you to find those answers, I think is really underlines the point that you made that we've got a big chance to make a difference in some of these issues that the world is facing. So as we think about our industry and the opportunities that are staring us in the face looking forward to 2023, are there opportunities for us to really push ourselves, our peers? 
to think bigger, think differently in ways we could make a bigger impact. I believe strongly that there is opportunity for us to all in different ways look ourselves in the mirror, whether it's manufacturers, and I know everyone's doing it, and that's what's exciting. People are looking in the mirror about what their ingredients are, where they're sourcing them from, because there's been a lot around human rights about when you manufacture it offshore, what that looks like, how you're treating your people here, what ingredients you're using, and also looking at spaces and longevity of products and how often you're turning things like having a performing product that goes down longer means potentially you're not taking that out, putting it to landfill or getting it recycled, which is an, a huge area that we all need to look at because the design industry and building materials are massive and have a huge impact on the whole environment that we live in. And so I think every part has a place to look at that, whether it's, okay, this might not be something that I would want to, this might not be something that's only going to last for two years. I need to specify it and it's going to be down for 10 years. What does that look like? And I know that has impl implications, but again, going back to what the long-term best is for everyone, I think there's a lot of opportunities. I've always thought the design community is very people first. And I think that as we move into 2023 and as we come back into physical environments more and more, that as long as we keep that people first mentality, whether, whether that centers around an industry initiative or a buzzword, which you know me, I'm not a big fan of, as long as the design community and the real estate community and the events world continues to focus on people first, whether that's the people that make the product, use the product, or hopefully not dispose of the product, that's where we need to be. We have really been working to expand the scope of our programming beyond design rock stars, for example, and really trying to bring in thought leaders from other industries, from other worlds. Talk about human interaction and wellness and all those things that 20 years ago didn't come up in the subject of work. Is there anything I have not asked that you well, want to cover? We had launched an internal inventory lookup tool at the beginning of this whole thing and quickly started realizing the need kind of that the acceleration of because before it was like, oh, B2B, we don't need this. No, we do need it. Everyone expects it. And so we have been working on just a way for our customers to be able to see what's happening with their order, where things are at. And it's in process. We've gotten it out there and we're working on the user experience as well. But we also have an inventory lookup. And that's the top thing that people are checking out on our website. And I would say it's buried. It's an opportunity that we're working on to elevate it even more because more people need to know it's available along with Speaking to the supply chain issues, every time one thing gets fixed, something else that you're not expecting goes a little sideways. So we have a coordination and alternates where, you know, if there's an issue or a hiccup to be able to see other things that are available that are options easier without having to always go to a rep, pick up the phone and call customer service, because again, everything's compressed and constrained. So we are really excited about those, but I think going back to the transparency that's been built where that we are able to speak to some of the issues that have been happening 
how we can find ways it works around and not trying to, um, I think a lot of things, I don't know necessarily deliberately, but we're just kind of hidden behind a veil and the kind of the veil's gone because you have to know what is happening with this raw material or where's what's happening with this because it has such a huge impact. So I think there's a lot of opportunity for education. I'm really excited. Mannington Commercial has really started investing more in interior designers that are in training to help make sure that they're getting some of that education that they need about materials as they come into the industry and support educators that are working on that. There's just so many opportunities. An inventory lookup thing might not feel like the sexiest thing to talk about, but the more we can bring that transparency and simplicity, I think back to your point on sustainability, the more it even enables those designers to make better decisions even on a sustainability front, if we're buying these things. So Byron, I'm going to come to you next. Is there anything I have not asked that you want to cover? The commercial real estate world is taking a lead and getting people back to the office. From a commercial real estate perspective, amenities have become such an important feature of multi-use buildings and multi-tenant buildings. And Tenants are looking to their landlords to provide engaging, exciting amenities to help lure their employees back to the office. And I see that as one of the most important things that the real estate community can do is to really figure out engaging ways for their tenants' employees to engage physically. With Byron and the return to work, I want, I think some uh, counter to that as you are a remote first company and the interactions are so absolutely meaningful. I just was at an in-person meeting last week that again came away. It was just amazing. And I was there with people from the firm that were from Denver, New York, Boston, Chattanooga, cities, New Jersey, Philadelphia. There was a group of people coming together and we all worked together. And that in-person interaction was really great. But there, I do think that with all of the social complexities that we've been facing over the last few years, having some remote options has been a leveling of a playing field in some ways where we saw so many women have to leave the workforce. December of 2020, it was like massive. You're the numbers, Lady Amanda, but I want to say it was like 80% or 85% of people that lost their jobs in are left the workforce were women. And the majority of it were women of color, minorities. It was just really hard and it had a big impact on our culture. And so when there is some availability for remote, it makes a huge difference and keeps people engaged and in the workforce that maybe wouldn't be able to. So I do want to say, I think in-person is so meaningful. I, am, I was thrilled to be at Neocon in person, seeing customers we hadn't seen in person in a long time. But I think there's also a balance and it's a good conversation to have. It just goes to show that everything isn't fit for every person. And if, again, going back, Byron, to your point that our industry is really people first. And I think some things have bubbled up that maybe weren't there before to find other meaningful ways to connect. And we hope we don't lose those <laughs> as the yeah. world reopens. I'll add to that, Amanda. I think that one of the things that has really been a game changer from the hybrid workplace evolving is video calls to me are the old conference calls and the ability to bring people who aren't in the room into the room and to see facial expressions and body language and all those things that 
used to require 12 hours of travel or that used to require three or four hours of travel, we can do almost spontaneously. And I don't want to lose that either, to be honest. We have been having a lot more interactions and more events and getting in front of customers with, we have a lot of great content we've developed with you guys, for example. And that's been really helpful. But it, then also extending it, being able to have podcast CEUs has been a really great way to, again, bridge the gap because not everybody's going to be in person doing the CEU. And I feel like that's a great example of this digital world, right? Because it's designed to be CEUs on the go. People can listen to it and it also becomes a movie trailer to get you in person, right? So as we talk about these blending of these worlds, if you're so interested in this content, then invite us in and Shannon White will come to your showroom or your firm and deliver it to you in person in the full movie version of it. It isn't the same as just saying, hey, I'm going to bring you a gourmet coffee and a really great donut and you're going to come and see me. That's changed. And it's anybody that has any time, it's, I would love to be able to just have lunch with you, but I only have so many lunches, like you said, passed in the city. So let's make it count. And I think the key to making it count is the experience, right? That experience, whether it's a digital experience or a physical experience, it's the experience. It's about curating something that people will remember and that it, and that will have an impact on them. And I think we're all in a really good place to do that. Come to Neocon in June and make sure that you put the mark on your itinerary year round because you will not find a larger concentration of resources anywhere really in the world. I want to personally thank our season four sponsors, Mannington Commercial, The Mart, and Neocon. Design Nerds Anonymous is a proud member of the Surround Podcast Network. Discover more shows from Surround at surroundpodcast.com. This episode of Design Nerds Anonymous was produced and edited by Sandow Design Group. Special thanks to the podcast production team, Hannah Vitti, Wise Grisette, and Samantha Sager. I want to shout out to one of our listeners, LFR777, who left a review saying, this should be required listening for brands in the interiors industry. I particularly appreciate the input from outside design. And we appreciate you. So if you like what you're hearing, we have a small favor to ask. Before you close out your app, please tap to leave us a quick rating or review on Apple or Spotify. It truly helps us better serve the design community.